welcome to the 60th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana. And I am joined tonight by my two co-hosts, uh, Alex Lane and Nicole Marie. Ladies. Yeah. Hello. I'll go first. I'm sick. <laughs> I got pneumonia lung, and my voice is going to be going in and out. You all can suck it. Um, <laughs> you're not you, audience. You're not laughing at me, but um, but we are doing the best I can. I'm also my internet hasn't worked in weeks, which you know about, and I'm recording on my phone, and that's about it. So, oh, I'm I'm a PhD candidate in games and gender at Purdue. So there. And see, that's real dedication to actually record with pneumonia, even though we told her we didn't have to. Well, here's the thing: is that so? I was I'm a, I'm up volunteering all week at a um, at a uh, state park in northern Indiana, right? And so um, my plan was to come back on Wednesday so I could record and stuff. Um, and when I left, when I left there this afternoon, I felt great. I felt fine. Well, I didn't feel great. I felt like crap, but I sounded totally normal. I had a sore throat. Well, see, the mistake was, is that you were out volunteering at a state <laughs> park. I know, I know. With and pneumonia. Um, I, okay, I, cl- I cleared something. I cleared something. Um, yeah, I know. I shouldn't have been, but like, whatever. I did. But I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna. I'm staying in tomorrow, so I'm not doing anything tomorrow. Ooh, game so. day! There you go. <laughs> yeah, game day with all the internet. Oh, that's right. You I'll have no go internet. Ahead and play with myself. Well, let's <sighs> let's not tell the world that, okay? Oh no! Oh, they should know it. I'll just Alex Lane pass her time, huh? Plays with herself. You quote me. Put it on the top of my dissertation. I'll make it into a stamp. I'm sorry. I'm a little agitated and hopped up on the queue. Also known as Dayquil, Nyquil. Dayquil. <laughs> so, uh, Nicole? Um, so I'm healthy, but I am a, I don't know, video game enthusiast who meets up with these ladies to talk critically about video games. Because I love them. Yeah. And what's Yay. not to love? Right. Well, lots of things, but <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're here. All right. So, so I, I, I ran into a lady when I was volunteering and she, I don't know what the heck she was talking about, but then she was like, so, you know, what do you do? Blah, 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 blah. And I told her that I study games and she goes, oh, I suppose you're a fan of them, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, well... Um, are you? <laughs> I'm guessing by that tone, you're not. <laughs> and she had the most interesting response. This is what she said. She's like, yeah, I like games because they teach hand-eye coordination and critical thinking and all of that. Like, that's great. And my, what what do you think is going to come next? But... Uh, but she doesn't like the over-sexualization of female characters. So you think sex... Right? Yeah. Maybe, what do you think, Nicole? Uh, violence. Probably. Violence, right? I was expecting sex or violence. Here's what she said. 
She said, but they don't teach you out-of-the-box thinking skills because they only have so many programmed answers. So they really teach you how to read and follow particular paths, but they don't teach you how to think outside those preset paths. And I was like, Whoa. (laughs) I was not expecting that, one. And two, that doesn't mean you don't like games. It just means that we haven't made a good enough one yet. (laughs) She was like, that's a really good point. But I did not see that coming at all. I don't don't agree with her, certainly. Um, Any MMORPG blows that line of reasoning out of the water, but I was just shocked. (laughs) Or even just, you know, the work that folks do with modding or the work, the work, the stuff that folks do when they, when they figure out exploits or cheats, that's thinking (laughs) out of the box in a real big way. Yeah, exactly. And, but you know, if you're going to talk about like the run of the mill games that if you just have kids who are, who like games, they play, you know, 10 of them while they're growing up or whatever, like, sure. That that's a, that's a fine criticism. A lot of games, Mm -hmm. but certainly you don't have to look very hard to find one that teaches out of the box thinking skills but still I was pretty shocked yeah me too yeah that's crazy <laughs> I don't I didn't even see the woman and that was not an answer I was expecting no I not know. at all no not at all oh well, so, cool see you kind of cool yeah all right so we're gonna do the usual what you play and what you read and what you drink uh and uh I will go in the order of our show notes. So I guess that puts me first. Yay! So Yay. what have I been playing? Okay, so I picked up um, Smurfs 2 uh, for the Wii at the Redbox. I didn't buy it. Um, I stopped at the Redbox and I had like a free game code and I actually had a couple free game codes. So I picked up that and the next game I'm going to talk about, but I'll tell you about that in a moment. Uh, so I picked up the Smurfs 2 for the Wii um, cause they didn't have a Wii U version and they were out of the 360 version. I would have liked the 360 version. Cause if I got to play a game, guess what? I want my, um, I want my gamer score points. Um, <laughs> just cause I do. And I want my achievements. Um, uh, but they didn't have it. So I got it for the Wii, um, and brought it home and P and I spent two days playing it and she was pissed when I took it back. Um, it was actually, I was surprised. I thought it was going to be as horrible as other Smurfs games we have played have been. Um, like the Smurfs on the DS and like the first Smurfs game was really bad. Um, but uh, it was actually a pretty solid cooperative platformer. It played a lot like, oh God, which one is it? The Mario Brothers that has the bubble. That it has the bubble. It's called Super Mario Brothers for the Wii, I think. Okay. So, it played a lot like Super Mario Brothers. I'm like, I got too many Mario games in there, just like all running together. Well, there's like 6,000. So. I know. <laughs> and uh, so it played a lot like that because you can actually bubble. You can actually like bubble up, not necessarily on purpose, but you know, when you're about to die, you bubble up um, and then you float over. Um, and you can pop your bubble uh, when you're you're kind of like out of that danger zone, um, or you can or it'll intentionally it'll uh, excuse me it'll automatically pop um, after you've been in it for so long, um, which you know was real helpful uh, when you know P couldn't make it over a series of spikes or 
um, couldn't make a jump because uh, there was, you know, a lot of different jumps that were necessary. And the interesting thing is, is that with this game there that you can play different Smurfs and different Smurfs have different um, kind of special powers. So you need to play different Smurfs at different moments um, in order to make it through certain parts or certain parts of a level or certain levels, actually, because you can change your Smurf at the beginning of every level. Um yeah, so it was pretty interesting. Um, and that being said, you know, because, you know, she's five, she never wanted to change her Smurf. She wanted to be the same Smurf all the time. And her biggest goal was to... Smurfette. Yeah, well, no, you couldn't be Smurfette at the beginning. You have to actually um, play through, like, the first ten... The first... You have to beat, like, the first ten levels in order to be Smurfette. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, it's crazy, right? Because you, you have to, quote-unquote, beat Gargamel in order to play a Smurfette. Um, which was pretty subtastic, right? Um, so we kind of played through it and it was actually a lot of fun. We played, we played for two days. Um, and then I took it back because <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not really going to keep paying for this game every day. Um, so <laughs> I put it on my Gamefly queue and I'm going to get it from Gamefly, um, in a month or in six months. Well, that happens to you. That never happens to me. <laughs> so, which means it'll probably be here like tomorrow for me. <laughs> it was there yesterday. <laughs> um, so I put it in my game fly queue uh, so we can play it a bit more because she'll be sick of it in no time flat. So there's no use in spending 30 bucks for the Wii or 40 bucks for the Wii U for it. Um, if she's just going to say, you know, play it for a week and be like, I'm done. Um, so that'll probably, you know, be here and we can play a little bit more of the Smurfs too. But it was actually a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Um, the second mm-hmm. game that I got from the Red Box was Minecraft. Um, why? Because I don't know. I was listening. Blew, this blew my mind, sawing that on your Raptor feed. I was like, what? Well, because they had sent out these free game codes. So <laughs> there was like nothing in the Red Box. And I was like, and usually when I have extra game codes, I just post them to Facebook. It's like, whoever wants these, here you go. Um, but I was like, well, you know, I might, I'm here. I might as well pick up something. And then I was like, Minecraft. Cause I had just, and this is, there was a method to my madness. Not that I wanted to play Minecraft. Why? Cause I hate Minecraft. Um, but I had heard on a podcast that I was listening to, I think it was mommy gamers. Um, <laughs> somebody was talking about, um, the easy achievements. <laughs> I know. I'm horrible. And she said something like, you know, there were like 13 achievements in the first hour of play. And I was like, do you know how many gamer score points that is? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yes, I admit it. (laughs) You play a game you hate. Hate. To get achievement points. It is insanely easy to get those achievements, though. They're like nothing. It's like, make a wooden pickaxe and a wooden sword and a wooden... Right, it was stupid. It's like the first, it's the first tool you make. You get an achievement for it. It's like before that, it was like, harvest wood from a tree. Yeah. I kind of want to play now, though. I want those two. Oh, it's so easy. It's so, for so two, easy. For two bucks, you can get like 100 gamer score points. Plus, you get 100% completion for one game, and that brings up your, uh, you know. You got it on the Xbox? I got it on the Xbox. So my, my Xbox, which is the last Xbox from school, 
I thought it red ringed. <laughs> but uh, it just wasn't plugged in all the way. <laughs> I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, you, you, oh my god. I know. That's happened to me before. Like when the, um, when the adapter isn't plugged into the actual power box all the way, it yeah. red rings, but it's not actually red ring. It's just telling yeah. you it's not plugged in. Yep. Which is fine. Oh, I think that we lose out. Which is, you know, that's normal. It's supposed to do that. But I, oh God, I thought I was going to pass. <sighs> <laughs> no, you, can you hear me? And we can hear you now. Oh, shit. You can hear me now. Yeah, I hear you now. Hello? Can you yep. hear me now? Yeah. No one can hear my beautiful voice. We can hear you. Okay. <laughs> I was just making a bunch of jokes. Okay. Yeah, it is beautiful. All right. So, uh, what else I've been playing? Um, more Animal Crossing. A lot of Animal Crossing. It's sad. It's it's a very sad thing. But I actually got a perfect town, and I wasn't even trying for it. Um, I've got a perfect town. I've upgraded my town hall. I am, um, as of tomorrow morning, I will be one expansion full of fully, uh, short of fully expanding my house. Um, What's a perfect town? What does that mean? That your town is considered perfect by all of the citizens. So, oh, a hundred on that citizen score. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I got a perfect, and Good I job. wasn't even trying. I wasn't even trying. I I thought to myself I was never going to get a perfect town because I was not being diligent in terms of like where I was planting trees. I mean, I was replanting some trees because they were getting in my way from the all the all the stuff I was building. So I guess in my, in my attempt to just kind of be more frugal with space, um, I ended up with a perfect town. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Uh, and I have also been playing, um, earthbound, um, on the Wii U, but I'm not going to talk about that now because I'm writing about that and you'll read about it on Friday. Friday. You will see it in some form on Friday. Guess Great. what day it is. Oh, what is that? A little plug for yourself? You'll you'll see it in some form on Friday? <laughs> yep. Are you not writing? You're videotaping? <laughs> I didn't say what I was doing. Spoiler well, alert. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm on the list because I didn't have the internet to go in there, but um, I can go. It's I haven't played a whole lot. Uh, most of my week, as I wrote about in my post, I've tried to play Dungeon Defenders all weekend. And I apologize, Sam. Was, well, poor Sam was watching Netflix <laughs> all day Saturday and Sunday while I was trying to play Dungeon Defenders. So while you're sitting there watching a movie, it's just, Alex, Gamerlane has come online. Gamerlane has gone offline. Gamerlane has come online. <laughs> Gamerlane has gone offline. I didn't even think about it until I was like, texting you on Monday. I'm like, my internet's not working. You're like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I am quite aware. <laughs> I felt so bad. I felt bad too because like Ricky, poor Ricky, who leveled up his, his Dungeon Defender character rat hard with me and then died. He died. Um, he lost his save game. So we're leveling up rat hard Jr. So I text him like Dungeon Defenders, five minutes. So he gets on just has to sit there with me for hours while I'm on and off and on and off and on and off trying to help him level this guy. No. So then I'm like, okay, I got it fixed. It's Sunday. Nope, same thing. <laughs> like, no. 
Um, but I played that. I played Don't Starve. Um, quite a bit of that. And like I said, the last three days or so, I've been um, out volunteering, so I didn't have any games um, to play um, those days. And um, let's see. I think that pathetically enough, I think that's all I played. I suck. No, Square, uh, well, as everyone can hear, it's not like you're not at death's door, apparently. Oh, yeah. yeah that's true. Exactly. That's true. I have pneumonia. So I've been sleeping like 14, 15 hours a night um, all week last week. I think I, I think I slept 20 hours one day. Um, I got up and ate and went to the bathroom. I ate a lot and went to the bathroom and went back to sleep. It was awful. Um, <laughs> Just like hibernation. So, I got up yeah, and, ate really. a, and ate a roast ham and went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's how my doctor's like, oh, have you been having trouble sleeping? I'm like, no. It's the only thing I am not having trouble doing. And it's like good sleep. Like I am out. I wake up like 15. Well, I mean, I'm still tired when I get up, but I mean, I wake up like 15 hours later. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> oh my God. So, I slept a lot. <laughs> so that's true. I bet hour per hour, I've gamed more in the last week and a half than I ever have in my life, hour per hour awake wise. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, that's what I did. Oh, Shoot. baby. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I didn't. I didn't really get around to playing very much this week either. This whole past, it's been about a month now. I've been training for a new position at work. And um, I spend half my day doing my originally hired position and half my day learning this new position because the mortgage rates went up. And so we're really slow. Oh, right now it'll pick up again but we're super slow so they froze new hires and basically anything else that requires them to spend new money so instead of finding someone to replace me I'm required to work both jobs at the same time so my days have turned into like nine to five to nine to seven thirty and then I have like a 45 minute drive home so that I come sucks. home, I eat, I and I like go sucks. to bed. <laughs> so gaming for me has turned into like my little, you know, my little handheld games, and it's, sure. it's I don't, and, and it's funny because there's so much of the world who's, you know, that that most like hardcore gamers considered not real gamers that play these games like Candy Crush and you know, your little phone games or whatever, but shoot, like, that's the only gaming fix I can get right now. Like, I, I give mad props to those people. It is gaming, like... Absolutely. You can't discount that stuff, but um, over the weekend, my boyfriend was visiting, and while we did have to spend a lot of time with my family because of birthdays, we did spend a <laughs> decent amount of time playing Half-Life 2. So, uh, him and I would kind of just pass the controller back and forth playing that. And then, of course, I mean, how can you ever stop playing Candy Crush once you've started it? I'm still, like, deeply involved in Candy Crush. You know who's obsessed with that game? Mike. Who? Really? Is he really? Oh. Oh, my God, he won't stop. I haven't <laughs> seen my iPad in, like, a month. Because he's playing Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, but you have to be connected to Facebook. He doesn't have a Facebook account, so. So he's been he playing yours. Money. Yep. He started back over at level one. Like, I was at level whatever. 40 or something 
and he liked to teach himself the game. He started back at one and went back up. <laughs> nice. Well, because I don't, I don't have mine connected to my Facebook, but um. Oh, you don't? How do you no. unlock new episodes? Uh, you have to play quests, and you can only play one every twenty-four hours. So it takes three days to get through an episode. Oh, good lord! Oh, yeah, I want three quests. You have to play through. Oh, I'm gonna download that for him on his iPad so he gives me mine back. Yeah, that, that's yeah. nice. Because you can definitely play it without one. It's just it's it's longer. You just have to play through the quests. Or you can just start him a Facebook account just to play games. Yeah, there you go. That's a slippery slope, my friend. <laughs> or, or here you go. Start a Facebook start a Facebook account for one of the dogs. I already have Facebook accounts for the dogs. There you go. Then you attach it to the dog account. That's not a bad idea. I'm gonna do that. There you go. That. You can get your Sorry, iPad Sorry, I didn't interrupt your gaming stuff. No, that's a <laughs> solid idea. Get your dogs to play Candy Crush. My mom has all her dogs, has Facebook accounts. We are friends for Facebook games, so do I. So is my sister. That's hilarious. Just for the game? <laughs> yeah, just for the games. That's horrible. <laughs> I know. Really, really awful. That's funny. You're not going to make Franklin an account? Nope. Nope. No, because um, then there'll be a traceable um, thing when Sam kills them. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's like but yeah. dog. So I have, you know, given up my life to Candy Crush. And then I still sporadically play Minecraft. I mean, you can't, like, like there's definitely some days where you kind of just go hardcore into it. But then you kind of have to, like, sit back and be like, there's a real world out there that I can enjoy. Uh, but I still play it. Or you take so that that's... shit back to Redbox and call it the best. <laughs> yeah, true. Get your achievements and leave it. Right? That's all you need. <laughs> but, you know, I did notice this time around while I've, I've been playing Half-Life 2 through, and I mean, I played it through a couple of times on the computer when it first came out, but I, like, playing this on the 360 with the um, Orange Box Edition, like, I don't remember half the stuff, and I don't know why, but, um, you know when Dead Space 3 came out and a lot of people were ragging on it because you never actually get to meet up with your team like every time you get to meet up with them you're suddenly separated and you have to meet up with them again right that's like all you do in half life (laughs) 2 and i'm not discounting the game at all it's just funny that like at some point we've raised the raised the bar of expectation and i mean half life (laughs) 2 is hailed as this like amazing game that you could never top blah 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 and but Dead Space 3 has the same qualities, and we're like, nope, that's a bunch of crap. I'm sick of it. Like, you never meet <laughs> up with Alex, and every time you do, she leaves. She, and she even makes a point to say to you, like, um, oh, I promise I won't leave again, Gordon. And ten minutes later, she's gone. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's really all I've played. Cool. We usually we like to do big things for like the 50th episode, the 25th episode, the 60th episode. Not this time, guys. Yeah. This time we're all hurting a little bit. <laughs> well, we did something big for the 59th episode. There we That's go. That's what I was thinking. We, we did, a did it early. Considering one of our podcasters had to take a taxi home, I'd say that's a win. <laughs> there you go. Yep. And we won't say which one it was, but it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I, I would have, but I was already at home. 
<laughs> That's funny. Oh uh, yeah. It it was a pretty wild night. It was pretty fun. <laughs> All right, so that's what we're playing. What about what you're reading? What you're reading? Alex saying, I know you've been doing some reading with no internet. Yeah, because um, I haven't had the internet. I've been reading a crap load. <laughs> um, I read you know, over Saturday and Sunday because I couldn't do anything else. I read uh, Ready Player One and I read uh, Ender's Game. Have So you've read Ready Player One, Sam. Mm-hmm. Have you read either of those, Nicole? Yeah, I read Ready Player One. Oh, okay. You, we've all read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you guys think of Artemis? Well, I we've had this discussion. I wasn't crazy about her. No. Mm-mm. I wasn't crazy about her. She was she was just too. I almost want to say too needy, but too insecure. Yeah. I was so annoyed with her. Like, I could see, like, a geek guy sitting in his room writing, like, his dream, like, the dream geek girl who's, like, still skinny and pretty and got all this gamer cred and whatever, but has, like, a flaw so that she likes him, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So annoyed. And then, like, like, um, she, up until, like, the very end, she never got to, like, you, or it never, like, okay, so H, you constantly see Okay, you're fading out. Like, knowledge and usefulness. Uh-huh. And she's just like, oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Oh. Hello? Yeah, we hear blah, you. Blah, blah, blah. Really convincing point. Everyone agrees. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say, uh, I was saying H has like her, his, her gamer cred shown constantly in Artemis because she's like the love interest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, is just like this flat character until the very end and she knows something useful. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we hear you. And one of the things about H. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is when at the end, when, um, you know, spoilers. When we when we discover not a sport minor spoiler when we discover who H is, um, actually, it was like for me it was like hey, it's like yeah, what else could she have been? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like I then, love that they made that they made H who they did. Yeah, I was like, well, who else could she have been? That only makes sense. It does make sense. That was perfect. And I kind of like her story. I think that's kind of what. Story about why she chose that avatar. What'd you say about why she chose the avatar? I'm sorry. Alex Lane. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was cutting out. Um, I just said, I, I liked the story of why she chose the avatar she chose too. Yeah. Like I thought that kind of acknowledged some of the like access issues and stuff that was going on in that society. So, I like that. Sorry, Nicole, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're fine. I was just gonna say that, like, the reveal of H 
made me dislike Artemis so much more. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, okay, no, she's no longer, like, a not that she's no longer a valid character for me, but, yeah, like, the way you said, she felt, she felt forced the whole time, and his obsession with her, and it just, it all felt very, like, fantastical, which is funny, because the whole story is pretty fantastical, but... But that element in particular to me felt felt very forced. I wonder if people... it was like it was like it was his fantasy when he was a kid. Right, right. Right. But well, I what I noticed about the dialogue too, like the dialogue between the two of them, like made me laugh so hard because that's like I've seen com- like I've seen that conversation happen in like wow. Between you know, Parcival and H. Yeah, (laughs) you know, but the thing is, is I wonder if people who have not played uh, MMOs before had a different reaction to the to the to the book than people who have. I bet you're right, because it was very much he was very familiar with MMOs. Yeah, yeah. And because because I'm very very familiar with MMOs, it the the entire story made complete and perfect sense to me. Right, right, right. And I could see at points that I was like, I wonder if this it makes sense to people who don't know what this is. Yeah, you know point. what this, what this, what this world is like. What this kind of connection that you can build to people in world because you do have these, um, because you do have these experiences and these kind of quests with them, and you learn to trust because you have to learn to trust one another um, if they don't have an understanding of you know how and why he could say that these are my best friends these are my only friends right yep exactly I think think that's something that this book does so much better than most like dystopian movies about like video games you know like surrogates or um, the gamer uh, how these people kind of live their life through a second body mm-hmm. but they don't they kind of like miss that community yep. that becomes a part of mmos and that's what this book captured so well yeah i'm with you on that one yeah because those uh, because yeah because game the gamer and surrogate didn't it was just like here's this right. other body that you live in and it wasn't like you know and here are the people who live there and here's what you know this kind of community building looks like and this is what <laughs> yeah I'm I'm totally incomplete with you on that one. I yeah. liked it, and I'm. Older. I really liked it. Did you guys? And that's why, know like, that you both finished in it? the end. Like, I loved the book. Yeah. Um, and it was really entertaining, and I stayed up all night. Yeah. yeah. Um. Did you feel? But that there the were 80s... like a bunch of little stuff that that I found really annoying. Like, she couldn't pass the joust game for three weeks, and then passed it. That you know, like, there's a million plot story things that kind of annoyed me and a couple other little things but yeah overall the fact that he captured that feeling of being friends in an MMO I liked it Mm -hmm. Nicole what were you about to ask did we feel what well I remember when we first talked about it I think Alicia brought up that um, some a review of it said that the 80s nostalgia stuff was forced down your throat did you feel that way well since since I am probably, well, officially 
of the age um that uh what's his name uh what's his name dude who was the designer of the game um i forgot his name already right because here we go I, I just finished the book like a couple of days ago um i am of the age that he would have been it didn't feel forced to me okay because it kind of flowed for me i was because it, it felt more nostalgic to me than anything else right so i mean if if you didn't know this kind of stuff and you were trying to figure it out or make it fit as you were going through um i could see how it might feel more forced but yeah for me it didn't i was i i didn't think it felt forced as much as like like there was there was times in the plot where it was really inter the details were really interesting and they were really important and there were times when it wasn't um and so i found myself sort of lightly skimming over those times um but when he actually nailed like the intricacies like tied the intricacies of the story with the intricacies of the details for the stuff from the 80s i thought that was like one of the best parts i didn't think yeah so not forced as much there was just times he did it well and times he didn't do it very well right i think i agree i think it was a great book it, it totally captured my attention and it held me the whole time and I, I didn't understand all of the 80s references, but there was still a lot of them that I enjoyed piecing together within the context of the book. That's because yeah. you so weren't like you weren't like born in the 80s, were you? I was born in 89. Yeah, <laughs> yeah see. So. <laughs> but I liked it. Yep. And then um, Ender's Game is the other book I read. Um, and it's really good. You guys should read that sometime. You know what? I have it on my list of things to read. It's so good. That wasn't a yeah. So did you read anything else? No, that's all I read. So yeah, I didn't haven't read very much either. I I like I said I I've um, finished uh, Ready Player One, and I've been reading some uh, Vygotsky. Um, you know, the whole uh, play and education scholar, shut up. Um, <laughs> so it's not directly about games, but it is about play and how people learn through play. Um, you know, because, you know, I got to do the academic thing every now and then to, to at least justify playing the games from time to time. Fair enough. And that's what I've been reading. I haven't read a thing. I have, you know, aside from keeping up with like my Happy Gamer app and all the blogs and everything else, I haven't even picked up a comic book. That's how ridiculous my life has become. Well, you've been like crazy busy. Yeah, so it, I, I, as soon as I'm done training and I take over this position, I'll finally have some free time again. So, hooray! Hooray, <laughs> beer! Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, ladies, uh, here's the most important question. What you drinking? Oh, this is also the saddest question. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where's Alicia? <laughs> Taking a taxi home. Taking a taxi home. <laughs> 
I have crystal light. I, you know what? I decided I'm going to give up pop again. And so I'm on this like water ice tea kick. And so that's crystal light. Sorry about that. Welcome back. Nobody, yeah. no, nobody noticed you were gone. Oh, good. Oh, good. good. So, what about you, Aslan? <laughs> what you drinking? Um, I have a diet Coke or something stupid, and then a, a glass of warm water with bouillon in it. This is the perfect opportunity to drink a whole lot of whiskey. Why no, are you not doing it? That is exactly what her and I talked about prior to starting this podcast. <laughs> I don't want any. I feel bad enough. I don't need to be hungover tomorrow. Well, you don't have to drink it. You don't have to drink it till you're drunk, Alex. <laughs> you, <laughs> met you met me. It's like you don't even know who I am. You don't have to drink it till I'm drunk. What? <laughs> it's like you might as well just drive halfway and then walk the rest fuck that <laughs> no no uh, I do have some whiskey here though so baby <laughs> make a nice hot potty some yeah, lemon nice potty. Yep, some lemon some tea some honey I actually have all those things and you know nice my mom dollop of whiskey. when I was sick when I was a kid so I used to get really sick um, I had like bronchitis a lot and uh She'd do, she'd put like hot honey and lemon juice, like hot honey and lemon juice. And then um, if that didn't work, she'd put some blackberry brandy in it. <laughs> well, that's only, you know, that's all that is, is homemade NyQuil. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Homemade NyQuil. Yep. She's a good mother. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's what I'm drinking. Okay. I, well, I suppose you guys probably went while I was gone. Well, or she... No, you're... Nicole and I haven't gone yet. Okay. I am drinking a um, it's kind of a Cape Cod. It's a Cape Cod cranberry juice or pomegranate cranberry juice and um, mandarin orange vodka. That sounds fruity. It is fruity and tasty too. <laughs> That's a nice summer drink. It is. That's what I was going for, cause I was I, I didn't have any lemonade, so I couldn't make any sneaky sneakies or uh, blueberry lemonades. You notice I didn't yeah. say I didn't have any vodka. I said I didn't have any lemonade. <laughs> That's funny. It's like, always what I run out of first. You, you never run out of liquor, you know, cause you pick that up every chance you get, but you can often run out of mixers. That's so, right. but I did have pomegranate cranberry juice because. Well, technically that's peas. So I'm drinking peas juice <laughs> as my mixer. Oh my gosh. The coolest hilarious. person I've ever met. <laughs> I respect you so much, Sam. <laughs> hey kid, you gonna drink that juicy juice? Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> so it's the it's the actual it's the good juice. It's the hundred percent juice, no sugar added, no watery stuff. And then, so it's nice and strong. You can put a lot of vodka in it. <laughs> that sounds good to me. All right. Uh, news. news. I, don't have any, I don't have any links on there, but I do have news. Um, one thing I saw that I thought was interesting um, is that Bethesda is saying that they're not going to do anything for the Wii U. 
Like the quote is that it's not on our radar. Um, <laughs> they said they said it's because of their hardware, so they're kind of like blackballing it and just saying it's not. Because everyone's worried about the Elder Scrolls Online, mm-hmm. um, and it won't be released on the 360 anymore. Which I I'm pretty sure you could pre-order it for the 360. Right, you could. Yeah, but they're not releasing it for um, the 360 anymore because of the hardware. So them saying that it can't be released on the Wii U because of the hardware is almost like them saying that the Wii U's hardware is already dated and it just came out. Well, we all knew that was already it was already dated when it first came out. Yeah. So, and actually, speaking of the Wii U, <laughs> Nintendo's still taking that as a loss, even as they sell them. So. Well, you know they're 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 desperate these days. You know they're 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 hoping that Pikmin three, which just came out, does for the Wii U what Animal Crossing has done for the 3DS. Have you seen the numbers yeah. on the 3DS sales in the last couple of months since Animal Crossing's come out? Pretty it's, big. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they probably sold more units since when Animal you bought Crossing. another one. Right. I did. I bought a second one. Right. Um, because P, because P wanted to play Animal Crossing and she wasn't getting mine. And plus, well, actually, the reason yeah, that I what are you talking about? You bought yourself too. <laughs> I'm. I was gonna say yeah, I'm lying. And um, <laughs> I bought it because uh... when Sam's playing her 3DS, she has her old 3DS in her hands, and then on top of it, she has her 3DS XL she's playing on. It's like putting a broken TV on top of a working TV, or the other way around. <laughs> Shut no, up. no, that, that old TV is just a TV stand now. Like, so that's what my 3DS is. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to buy the XL because I was like, I can't keep staring at this little bitty screen to play Animal Crossing. So Which I bought. That makes the... sense. Yes, you need a bigger screen to play Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's for a lot sure. of excuses. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, <no. laughs> Dying. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I think they're hoping that uh, like Pikmin 3 is going to do for the Wii U what Animal Crossing did. And now um, they announced, it was just today actually, about the uh, Animal Crossing Plaza that they're adding to the Wii U. Oh, they, really? Yeah, they're adding an Animal Crossing Plaza to the Wii U, right? They are trying everything they can to get people to buy this. To get so, people to buy it. Right, so that you can actually trade things. They're like a commodities market kind of thing. So you can trade things and, and have more build more community around Animal Crossing on your Wii U. You take your SD card out of your 3DS and pop it in your Wii U. Um, and you can trade pictures and uh, QR codes and um, I guess kind of build this community <laughs> with other Animal Crossing players. So they're trying to build on the the popularity of Animal Crossing to kind of bridge sales to the Wii U, I suppose. Because, um, you know, they're still saying they're not going to cut the price. But what's, what's really interesting is that I saw, I was at Target yesterday, and like this week's, like one of this week's sales is if you buy a Wii U Deluxe, they're giving you a $50 gift card. Um, that was going to be in my deals for broke ass gamers so yeah you get a $50 gift card if you buy a Wii U Deluxe at Target so you can get your copy you you can get your copy of Pikmin 3 too yeah that's Mm -hmm. not bad that's not bad yeah so 
hold on a second. And uh, yeah, that's where we are. Let's see if we can add Alex Lane back in. She dropped again. Oh, no. There she is. Hello, Alex Lane. <laughs> oh, it's not my day. I'm sorry, episode 60. <laughs> well, you didn't miss anything. I just finished talking about the Wii U and Target. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. I interrupted your news. Any more news, Nicole? Uh, yeah, actually, in light of Alex Lane's uh, sickness, I, I thought I'd throw this in there. <laughs> uh, games are apparently helping research locate and identify a new type of brain cell. Um, yeah, it's helping them to... They've actually uh, linked the specific brain cell to our ability to keep track of our location and our like ability to navigate unfamiliar surroundings. That's interesting because I have extremely, extremely good um, sense of direction and navigation and location skills. It's like the only skill I have. <laughs> well, what's it really, really is like, like objectively, it's my only skill. <laughs> you know, what's really interesting is that that's probably part of the reason I suck at driving in games. Um, and I was really yeah. happy in LA Noir when you could um, make your partner drive. Um, and I, I hate when I have to drive in games like Grand Theft Auto because I have the worst sense of direction on the face of the planet. Oh I, I'm one of those people. I, I have GPS built into my car. I have to. That's like they're like, do you need tires? I'm like, I need tires, brakes, and GPS. Anything other than that is optional. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna drop you, Cody, and Patty off in the woods and see who makes it to me back to me first. <laughs> you all three, you are pretty bad. <laughs> I'm one of those people who actually <laughs> pays for the GPS in a rental car. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad my sense of direction is. That's funny. <clears throat> so that's interesting. Well, now. Yeah, so now they're using video games to find uh, that brain cell, which is cool to see video games used in this, like, you know, obviously we know that science and the medical world is using kind of like, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, crowdsourcing to kind of help yep. them dissect the amino, the proteins and stuff like that mm -hmm. that are linked to cancer. You know, what's really interesting, because you mentioned this, is that the how science is using video games. It's also What's also interesting is um, P's class, her baby school class, went to the robotics lab on campus. Mm -hmm. I posted pictures of this on Facebook, but they yep. went to the robotics lab on campus, um, and they were showing us the robots that they were building. They had one robot that they, you know, that was like, I don't, it was like $800 million, but the only thing that they could show us that it actually did is that, um, they have programmed it uh, to dance to Thriller, and they were teaching it to dance to Gungam style. Um, <laughs> so, but and they was they were talking about how ridiculously expensive this robot was, but that was all they had trained it to do. Um, yeah. So for um, all of you that co that complain about you know us buying game hardware over in um, English to teach folks stuff, you can suck it because the four or five hundred bucks <laughs> we're spending versus the hundreds of thousands of dollars they're spending to teach a robot to dance to Thriller. Yeah, right. You can kiss my ass. And uh, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a fair um, point. But um, <laughs> that being said, they were also doing some other interesting things. Is that they had both Wii and um, 360 hardware 
um, that they were adapting to build surgical robots. Really? Mm-hmm. They That's had cool. so not only were they using the actual game systems, but they were using like a, a DDR pad. Um, so anything with you know that that um, um, used kind of isometric uh, movements. So there was a DDR pad. Um, there was, and this was probably the only thing that this damn thing was good for was the Tony Hawk uh, skate skateboard. <laughs> yep. Um, oh and gosh. a Wii balance board. They were using them all to uh, to build surgical robots. That's very cool. cool. Yeah, so that it was really cool. cool. The kids like loved it. Um, and yeah, the kids like loved it. And, you know, P was like, "We have this at home." And I was like, "Yeah, we do. Yeah, <laughs> we do. <laughs> we're, not, we're not building surgical robots, though." <clears throat> but so it was fun because you know she knew. <laughs> She knew how to do everything. So the other kids were like, how do you move this? So she got up on the Tony Hawk skateboard uh-huh. and uh, started skating and flipped the board. And start, I was like, all right, quick, get off, show off. Just get on off the board. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on. You were a proud mama bear. Yes, you were. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, but really interesting. And it was, you know, it, it was kind of interesting so that there were other parents that were like, oh, so, you know, that thing you do with games is real, huh? I'm like, yeah, huh? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was a lot of fun. All right. Any more news, Nicole? Nope, that was it. Okay. And Alex, I'm assuming we don't have any game of the week because you are dead. Yeah, today. sorry, folks. I don't have one. Yeah, it's not like you're not dead. And, uh, <laughs> all right. That being said, We'll kind of get to our issue of the week. We kind of hinted at this with our last episode and we thought it would be interesting to talk about it. And this will be something that I'm sure we'll talk about um, more kind of on the blog as well, kind of build a conversation, an ongoing conversation there as well. Um, because, because, you know, it's summer and things are crazy and things happen. Um, we're, we, we don't have um, kind of two of our other folks with us tonight who are sometimes with us, but, you know, may not always be, um, but are definitely, um, those are uh, Sarah and Alicia. Um, but we kind of talked a little bit last time about this um, one, dop- one drop redemption rule. And it's a little more than one drop, but the one drop, one drop redemption rule, whereas, you know, we know what the traditional one drop rule is. One drop of black blood makes you black, right? Um, but there is this interesting one drop redemption rule, at least, it seems to be. We'll see how this argument works out in the end, right? Um, going on in video games that um, that all of our minority characters... And I'm thinking more, and people can argue against me on this if they like, I'm thinking more of kind of traditionally underrepresented minority groups in the U.S. So I'm talking Native Americans, Hispanics, and Blacks for the most part. Um, Native Americans, Hispanics, and Blacks, yeah, for the most part, is that in order for these characters to not be portrayed as negative stereotypes in video games, they have to be biracial. They have to be uh, black and white, Hispanic and white, Native American and white to not be portrayed as um, a stereotype. Um, And I'm making that, and I'm I'm making that assertion. Uh, um, (laughs) 
and and I want to know what you guys think. Anybody agree with me? Disagree with me? I agree. Um, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say I think another good point to make is that it's um, unless you did say it and I just missed it, but that it's um, the characters that are the protagonist role almost without fail have to have that. Right. I mean, I can I tried to I tried to really think of a protagonist that was just black or just Hispanic, and I couldn't really think of one. And then I was trying to think of characters. What about that are Shadows like, of the Damned? Right. You could they there are they do exist, but they are right. always stereotyped negatively. Like right. extreme stereotypes too. Yeah. Did you guys hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Shut oh. up, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything until the very end. <laughs> um, well, I, got I, some, think... I got some more buoy on water. I just got some, so I'll be better in a minute. <laughs> in a minute. Booyah on water. <laughs> um, but then I was thinking of, like, uh, like side characters, because I always revert to, um, uh, oh, my God, Mass Effect. And Jacob, in the mm-hmm. second one, he is, uh, I mean, he can become a very big part of your game if you choose to have him as a, a romance option. But he is, I mean, he's he's just black, right? But he's not, he's not the protagonist. Right, and that's what I'm saying, is yeah. like as a side character, they're allowed to have that full, you know, race. They're, you know, they don't have the one one drop rule for the side characters the right. people who aren't protagonists and even and then I was trying to think of characters that are like seen as the villain and if they are allowed to be like full black or Hispanic or oh, Asian yeah. The, bad yeah. Guys. the bad guys uh, yeah definitely yeah it's like our protagonists because you, you can't see yourself as a protagonist unless it's partially white right I mean and that was one of my you know one of my pet peeves shall we say with like the last of us right when we first start with the last of us and the and, you know and the bad guys that we're running into right even before we start running into you know the crazy infected right who are the bad guys they're the black guys right 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 i mean, I mean so i mean and this is you know and this is the interesting thing right is that you know I'm not gonna start. I'm not starting on The Last of Us. I'm not, yeah, that's not where I'm going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, otherwise we're gonna start getting hate mail again. Uh, <laughs> oh, but I mean, so it, it's it is when, but I mean, the same thing. It's not just in video games, but we see it like in Disney movies, right? Is that you know, you get um, the fair complected of a certain minority race as the protagonist. And then when they want to make the bad, the, the villain or villainess of that same race, they make them of the same race, but they give them an accent, even though our protagonist will never have one. Um, exaggerated features exact- and exaggerated and clothing. Darker skin. And yeah. darker skin. So they automatically make, they automatically kind of take away that, um, they take away that one drop for the villain um, and add several more for the protagonist in order to make them acceptable as a good guy, as a good character, as, 
you know, a moral or ethical character in, in many ways, right? Because it is the immorality and the uh, and the unethicalness that comes with kind of you know full blooded minorityness. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I was like, ah. I mean, I, I mean, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep rambling since nobody else is talking. Uh, but we see it in in a lot of different characters, right? Um, I I know. I'm sorry. I'm just trying. Don't don't die. Like timing's really off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we see it in a, in a lot of the minority characters, right? Um, kind of more recently. We see it in Avalon or Abilene in um, Assassin's Creed Three Liberation, right? Um, she is, um, she is French. Well, quadroon slash octoroon is what she is, um, and that is why she is acceptable as a, as an assassin. Because um, she's not. They did not make an African assassin. They made a an assassin of mixed race and placed her in, um, and placed her in antebellum Louisiana, right where, um, you know, it was you know, in a time and in that place, more acceptable to even hold, um, quadroon or octoroon, um, mistresses and see and 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 have them placed in your or in a home, right, as a love interest, right? Um, so mm-hmm. she was more acceptable as such. But <laughs> interestingly enough, even at the start of the game, you see her mother who disappears, right, who is um, presumably snatched back into slavery, who appears to be um, full-blooded African slash African-American um, and is darker complected, and kind of, and interestingly enough, I mean, it's kind of just like disappears. It's like, oh, she's gone. And that's the end of her. Like no real mention <laughs> of her, you know, anymore kind of after that. The only kind of maternal figure that she has is the other quadroon slash octoroon mistress that her father takes after her mother disappears. Right? That, that becomes her maternal figure. Um, and she is also kind of help helping aid her in her um in her quest to kind of protect um folk of color who are being re-enslaved or being treated poorly um in the game as the game goes on so kind of even even having that ability to be um even having that ability to be a savior requires that one drop right so, I'm trying to give Alex a chance to. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah, we hear you. Mm. You know, one of the things um, I didn't play Liberation, but I was totally digging the things you were saying. Um, w- one of the things that I was really interested in is the way that you have contrasting characters, um, Japanese characters versus Japanese American characters, particularly when you're looking at games that come out of Japan for an American audience. Um, And you look at the characters and they have like exaggeratedly um, white features that sort of overlay. Um, I'm thinking, I can't even remember her name. 
there's been like one I was I was thinking of particularly that I was going to talk about it. And I wrote it down on a stupid piece of paper. Who does that? <laughs> um, uh, I can't remember her name. There's one I was thinking of in particular because I played a game by the same company that was like in Japan. You know, I'll use a Cold Step Saga. Um, which is, this isn't a protagonist, so this might derail a little bit from what we're talking about, or be a little bit on a different level, um, but looking at companies that release games in Japan, and then for America, like, the facial features were changed, not on the men, but on the women, um, like, lighter skin, um, um, like, wider set eyes, things like that. I just think that's crazy that someone, like, had that much of a thought about it that they go in and change this game for the american version you know what i mean so that they have those redemptive white qualities like you're talking about yeah um it's for the audience to whatever like yeah exactly like they're 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 watering down the uh the culture so that americans will buy the game exactly um and i'd like you look at so many other parts of cultures like video games and it's the same, you know, it's similar um, sort of thing it happens like with models and stuff. If you have any models of color, right, you have to either be that exoticized version that Sam's talking about yeah. or you have to be like this, um, you know, half white, half Asian, half white, half black, something like that um, so that you have both the features. Um, and you see that reflected in games all the time. Um, and I was also trying to think of someone, uh, like you were Nicole, that was a protagonist that didn't at least have half white blood. And I can't. I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. Besides, I mean, Shadows of the Damned, but then he's like an over macho. We've talked about that plenty of times. Right. He so, is, you know, the epitome of machismo, right? right? I mean, I guess, like, Mario and Luigi are Italian, which in some places is like a... Yeah, but they're very Italian, on... right? They they are the Italian stereotype. They are plumbers. Right. Thickly like accented, hairy, overall wearing, toilet yeah. fixing plumbers. Yep, yep, totally. Right? I mean, but Aww. they have to be. Right there, exactly because it's almost it's it's like a it's a parody of it to make it so that you can feel like you can um, be that character, like you can see yourself in that character because it's funny and it's done to the point where it's so over overdone that it becomes like not not a real thing, like something that can hit you at home as far as like race goes. You know what I'm saying, like. Mm-hmm. You can't actually connect that to a real thing because it's so blown out of normal proportion. Well, and that's the thing too. It's sort of like, okay, we want we want to make a caricature out of this. So let's pick because the developers are all male and white. They're like, well, let's pick something we think is funny. I think this is what you're saying, Nicole. Like, oh well, let's make fun of the Italian, you know, character um, rather than like put thought and time and developing sort of a complex, unique first-person character, Mm -hmm. 
you just eat ghost stereotype or you throw everything in there so that you never have to really make a claim about anything. Right. You know? Right. I mean, and we've seen it in, 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 you know, in a ton of games, right? Um, and it's like, after a while, it's like, really, you couldn't think of anything better than that, right? Right. Um, <laughs> At some point, they got to put the feather in the hair. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing is that, and I took screenshots of this because I was so kind of pissed off and disturbed by it. Even in Animal Crossing, one of the hats that you can buy is a um a war a quote unquote war bonnet. Um a feathered headdress. Yeah. And the turtle sexually harassed me on the way to my island the first time. <laughs> yes, yes he will. He will sexually harass you a lot of times. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> the captain. Um and and I think that that's really interesting. I mean because and and you know a lot of people say well, you know, it's, you know, it's a Japanese game. It's Japan. Well, you know what? Guess what? One, not all of our games are made in Japan anymore. Two, uh, yeah. Japanese games are are what? Localized, right? A lot yep. of our Japanese mm-hmm. games are localized in the U.S. Um, right. They make them for our audience. And they have people here who do that. Right. I mean, and, you know, and aside from that, yes. Japan has kind of fucked up racial politics all over the place. They do. Um, especially when it comes to African-Americans, because you can still buy those <laughs> stupid ass mammy dolls in the stores in Japan because That's they think cool. that shit is funny. Um, so, I mean, but it happens a lot in um, countries where there is a homogenous racial population. Yeah. Right. Um but then at the same time, yeah, this is true. Japan is fucked up in terms of race. But Japanese games are localized in the U.S. Um, and fewer and fewer of our games are actually made in Japan these days. So we don't have that as an excuse anymore. There's not right. many big companies that don't have branches all over anyway, please. Right. right. It's not like 10 guys in a basement making a game. <laughs> It really, uh, you know, not 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 triple A titles anymore. Exactly. Certainly, well, certainly not Nintendo. No. Definitely not Nintendo. There's no excuse. Are you for sure? It. Are you sure? Well, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> the Wii U is pretty crazy. <laughs> so I mean, but it, just to kind of think about some of the other characters that we've seen that are um, that are examples of this right i mean some of the characters that we see as being kind of the best example of minority characters are characters that fall prey to this and i don't i shouldn't say prey to um but fall prey to this one drop redemption rule right um our subject to our subject to right um it's like jade from black and white yes i mean beyond black and white good god um, From, uh, um, um, good evil beyond good evil. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, why did we all just characters? make that connection? But it wasn't the right game. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wrong game. Yeah. Uh, not the God game, but from Beyond Good and Evil, right? Yeah. It was like, yeah. you know, that was one of the things that you know that, and and no one came out 
um, kind of early on mainstream and said, oh, look, she's a minority character. They were like, she looks so exotic. Exotic. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) She's exotic. Right? I mean, even the, um, the, the speculation that, um, in a game that I absolutely hated, John Marston in Red Dead Redemption yeah. was, was half Native American, half white, right? Yeah. He needed to be in order to do the things that he was able to do in the game as the protagonist, yeah. right? Um, one, as a good guy, and two, as someone um, who is operating in a game that is fairly critical of... Um, race relations when it comes to Native Americans in the United States at the time. Right. Right. And um, that makes me think of Connor in Assassin's Creed 3. Absolutely. Yep. Once again, there's another assassin. Can't have a minority assassin. It's got to be something, right? I mean, right. I was... I was, I was, was, Not I you, have... Patty. You can be an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> She's not historically underrepresented as a minority in the U.S. Uh, I I don't know about that one two I think that well this is a different story we'll have this discussion later (laughs) um but that being said I mean yeah and I have to say I was really pissed off um when I when I found out that um Connor was was biracial um because once again, it's, it's, it's saying that, you know, it's, a, it's the usual thing, right? In order to be good enough or have the lineage to be an assassin, he had to be at least partially white. Right. Yeah. And they but even make a... trying to be historically accurate. Nothing else in the game is historically accurate. Shut right. Up. Exactly. <laughs> they do magic. Well, and I was going to say they even, I was, and that goes along with what you just said, Alice Lane, they go to, they go so far as to make sure to point that out to you in the game. Like, oh, you're just, you're just white enough that you'll pass and no one will be scared of you as a Native American. And it's like, like, did you really have to point that out to us? Do we have to go so far as to point that out? And, but I, I don't know. It just kills me. It's just that whole part where we're talking about that and we talk about um, the heck is his dad's name? Kenway? Yeah. Is that his first name? No. Yeah, whatever. About whatever they they kind of like never actually touched upon the subject of his father being with a Native American woman and like what that meant for his reputation or anything like that. But Uh Connor you have to point out that in order for him to be culturally acceptable in the times, he has to be half white. Right. Hatham, Kenway. Hatham, that's his name. Yeah, I was really pissed off. I was really, uh, yeah. I mean, and that's something that they don't, you know, they don't really (laughs) touch upon. And, you know, and then at the same time, what really pissed me off uh, about their relationship was not that he was a white man with a Native American woman, but that she was duped by him as if she were so, I mean, this was a woman who had survived for a really long time. Right. And was working kind of within her own, um, assassins network, but she was not bright enough to not be duped by this white man. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Of course not. And I was really pissed about that. It's bullshit. You know, it becomes <laughs> it becomes Pocahontas all over again. Oh yeah, for sure. Just told over and over and over. Over and over and over again. Exactly. Yeah. Just put a new spin on it. <laughs> kind of. Kind of, huh? Cough, Alex Lane, cough. I know. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're losing your voice. <laughs> I didn't mean for real. <laughs> so, well, let's do this. I mean, I think we've had a, a, an interesting discussion thus far on this. What I want to do is, uh, is we'll open up this as a, as a, as a larger discussion um, in the, in the comments as well on this, on this episode of the show, people jump in, um, talk to us about it. Tell us if we're full of shit. Tell us if you agree Sarah with and Alicia are going to write responses to, right? Yes. Um, and and tell us if you um, if you can think of other characters that also kind of um, seem to fall within that one drop redemption rule or or break out of that mold um, because we can't really think of very many of them if any at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so help us out because you know we can put our collective knowledge together and see what we come up with. Yep. All right. Anything else, ladies? That you can think no, of. No, but I'm, I'm super excited to hear what people say. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess it'll be a good discussion. Mm-hmm. I think so. So, um, let's run down a, a couple of quick things um, in our deals for broke-ass gamers, because those are always fun. Um, as I said before, that Target's doing, if you buy a Wii U Deluxe, you get $50 gift card because everybody wants a Wii U Deluxe, right? Clearly. <laughs> That's a noise I can make pretty well. <laughs> That's a noise you can make well. Um, yeah. Um, and Target, as well as Amazon, just about everyone else, because uh, the Disney Infinity... Um, figure game is about to come out on the 18th. If you pre-order it and you still got a couple of days to pre-order because today is only the 7th. Most places will let you pre-order even up to 24 hours beforehand. Uh, But if you pre-order, you get um, both an extra figure, um, kind of a sidekick figure, and um, the uh, uh, set of power cards that gives extra powers to your little figures that you can add to them. Um, so you might want to check that out. Um, Steam, um, you know, there's not a whole lot because, you know, Steam sales just ended. But if you haven't played Resident Evil Revelations, it's something you might want to check out. No. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't want to. No, this wasn't. The, no, this is the one that, that we that we played and all hated. This is a different one. Oh, <laughs> this is the one that was released on the 3D on the 3DS first, and then was released on the PC and uh, yeah. console. Oh, okay. Um, oh God, what was the one that Nicole, you and I played, and it was horrible. I thought it was Revelation. No, it no, wasn't. No, uh, it was Resident Evil Six. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. It, it wasn't was like... six. Yeah. No, I told totally. yeah, you, it was six. Play it. I'm blocking it. <laughs> it's trauma. Um, <laughs> it's trauma. Um, yep. But if you uh, Resident Evil Revelations is on sale on Steam for fifty percent off, so you right now you can get it for twenty four ninety nine. Um, 
like I said, not a whole lot going on still in terms of sales because people are kind of still buying their time for uh, the new releases of the new consoles that's coming closer and closer and closer. Um, yeah, you're right. It was Resident Evil 6. Um, Heck yeah, it was. <laughs> and that, yeah, that was horrible. Um, was but terrible. this was not. Resident Evil Revelations was actually pretty decent. It, for 50% off for $24.99. Um, it's, is a decent, is a decent price. It's a decent price. Um, so I guess that's about it. That's it for episode 60 in the bag, ladies. Wow. Yay us. Yay us. Um, so, uh, until next time where Alex Lane will be feeling much better. I will. I promise. <laughs> promise. You can, uh, email us at nymgamer. Um, at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at, at NYMGamer. Um, you can uh, check us out on Facebook, like us on Facebook, uh, Not Your Mama's Gamer, of course. Um, Tumblr. Tum- oh, yeah, we do. We have a Tumblr now. You can check out our Tumblr. Um, oh, God, what is it? NYMGamer.tumblr.com. So if you have Tumblr, you like Tumblr, follow us on Tumblr. That's always fun. Um, on, on all of our regular blog posts um, on our blog are, are uh, updated or uh, update our Tumblr site. So you can receive it all automatically and share it with all your friends because we're funny and we're interested. Yes. <laughs> um, and you all want to do that. These are not the joys you're looking for. Um <laughs> Let's see. Uh, that being said, like I said, feel free to send us voicemail, email, um, thoughtful, voice, comments. thoughtful comments, um, Jack Handy's, what, what was Jack Handy's, uh, something thoughts. God, I'm so lost tonight. Saw the vodka. Um, <laughs> uh, and as we said before, even if you disagree with us, as long as you do so respectfully, we are more than happy to engage you in conversation. Um, so yeah, feel free because we got lots of people that seem to disagree with us and they're popping up more and more, but you know what? We welcome you anyway, because we're down, we're down for a good debate every now and then. That's right. Uh, so that being said, um, thank you for joining us for episode (laughs) 60. We look forward to seeing you, uh, for episode or you hearing us and, uh, for episode 61, um, if you listen to us, oh, if you listen to us on iTunes, drop by iTunes, leave us a nice little review comment. Uh, review comments move us up in rankings so that it's p- easier for folks to find us when they don't know that they're looking for an awesome woman hosted podcast. It's really important. You're, you're always <clears throat> looking for that. Let's you're always real. looking for that. So, yeah, yeah. so it's important that, you know, if you have the opportunity, have a couple of minutes, just go by. Um, you can uh, rank us, hit us up with a little narrative review, um, you know, a real one. Doesn't, you know, don't just say, you know, here's a review, but, you know, be honest. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. We, we uh, aim to make things better. Give us five stars anyway. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we look forward to, to hearing that, seeing that. Um, and until next time, uh, stay healthy. <laughs> Alex Lane, stay healthy, stay hydrated, and as always, game on. Game on. Game on.